Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower and Guide to Healing Chronic Pain. And I am very excited today. Um, I do want to welcome all the new listeners to my podcast. And if you identify as a sensitive soul or a light warrior, I would love to give you my free gift called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. And you can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. And with me today is the amazing Dr. Dennis Loebstein. And we have been doing this show for over a decade. And what is it about? Well, this is the... Ask the LifeWave Doctors show, meaning that those who love LifeWave phototherapy, like myself, like Dr. Dennis, uh, whether you're a clinician or whether you're brand new or a customer or brand partner, um, this is your chance to ask questions of the experts. Now, Dr. Dennis is an expert in Asian medicine, exercise physiologist, and basically a brainiac, <laughs> sort of like David Schmidt, uh, the CEO of LifeWay, super, super, super smart. So he's here to share his wisdom about Chinese medicine, uh, acupuncture points, and, you know, how the patches work. And if you need a specific formula for the set of symptoms that you have, you can definitely call in live and put your hand up. So how you do that is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 on your dial pad, so your hand is up, and I'll take the um, – the uh, people in the order that they put their hand up. So again, 818-514-1190 and put your hand up. I'm also going to open up the chat for those that are live and online. Maybe it's long distance for you to call in. So I'll uh, open up the chat right now. And for those of you that have been longtime followers, uh, you know that there is an event page on the um, Facebook. It's called the uh, Phototherapy LW Phototherapy, uh, and you can actually look at the event page. So we're going to take those questions first as well as in my light medicine community. Uh, we also have an LMC calendar, and uh, you also invited, if you're part of that light medicine community, to ask your questions there as well. So I'll be taking those first, and then we'll come to the phone lines and the chat. Uh, so let me welcome Dr. Dennis. Okay, so let me unmute him. Hi, Dr. Karen. Hi, everybody. Delighted to be Hi. here with you all. Yeah, hey, we, we are happy me? and blessed to have you with us again, Dr. Dennis. Welcome. I'm delighted to be here with you. Yay. Awesome, awesome. So um, sometimes we start off the show with uh, with a story or, or kind of a theme and um, was wondering, Dr. Dennis, if you had anything that you particularly want to chat about first. Well, uh, you were talking about your soul group, and um, it, while it's not marketed as such, the patches can actually help with increasing one's center and, and biocoherence and reinforce the uh, soul energy. And um, that depends on where you place the patches and on which acupuncture points. And... Um, what your individual pattern is, and what your intention is when you place them. Ooh, that's neat. 
Um, so I'm going to write notes, guys, and it's going to appear on the patchtrainingteam.com blog in the next two days. Uh, so, so what you're saying, Dr. Dennis, is activating certain acupuncture points can support our soul energy. That's right. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up that notion about the soul because it's a very important component of our being. And most yeah. people um, don't really think about it that much as they go through their daily life in 3D. Yes, yes. And uh, we're kind of, we say things all the time about soul here and there and in our, you know, TV shows and in our country songs or whatever. Uh, and uh, yeah. I never really thought too much about it, you know, until I had my personal breakdown <laughs> and uh, uh, then was really asking, why am I here? Why am I here? You know, and, and then it uh, began a great journey. So I think that's really neat that um, there are certain acupuncture points and combinations of points, and then with the phototherapy patches can uh, amplify or, or, or I, I would even say like, you know, um, stabilize, if you will, that uh, soul energy or, or support the spiritual aspects of ourselves. Right, like like Nirvana is becoming one of my favorite ones because it alters mood and it, and it affects the dopamine and endorphin system in the brain. So um, I, I, it's it's awesome the way it helps people sleep and helps them relax and uh, in general helps their mood and that calms them and gives them an altered state of consciousness from the stress they're normally used to. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I, I, I find it actually helpful for pain as well. Um, yeah. Not that I have a lot of pain, but, you know, just um, I sometimes have these niggly trigger points that I know I still uh, probably would be a good idea to work on. <laughs> <laughs> or put patches on, and sometimes I just don't bother because it's like, you know, one out of ten, you know, so I don't bother. Um, however, I, I do notice that the Nirvana, doing that every night with the pill, um, definitely seems to stabilize that. So it's minor, but it's it's really helpful. Yeah, and, and some people don't really realize the importance of that um, supplement pill that comes with a Nirvana patch because um, what it does is fine-tune the enkephalin receptors that are on the dopamine neurons in the brain. And um, that helps regulate the dopamine. So it will tweak the way your dopamine is functioning, and that helps with mental clarity and focus and will also calm the motor output. Because in the, bagel, in the basal ganglia, the parts of the brain that regulate the motor output from the uh, motor cortex, which is a higher center of the brain, and where you get the intention and the signal to move a body part, that signal goes down through the basal ganglia and gets fine-tuned. And without that fine-tuning, you get shaky, tremor-like things uh, that uh, I I guess uh, you could say Parkinson's looks like that. So... Um, what the um, supplemental tablets do is fine-tune that that uh, dopamine output. Okay, that's a great way to describe it. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. I, I, my understanding from that pill, um, you know, which is like some sort of 
is it a, oh gosh, what is it? Sea salt, Maybe. not sea salt, sea, sea vegetable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sea vegetable derivative. Yeah. Um, that normally if you were just to use that, it's, it's effective. It just takes six months or more, right, to get the effect. Whereas with Nirvana, the patch plus that tablet, we're looking at three weeks for the average person, yeah. which is super exciting. Yeah. And Nirvana, given that, uh, you know, whatever, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of stress in, in the world right now. If you, if, if one could judge that as, uh, you know, outside stress, so to speak, and our abilities to um, be calm, our abilities to stay focused and calm and centered throughout that is very, very powerful. So having an assistant, if you will, uh, like Nirvana or the Nirvana system uh, can be really helpful. And unfortunately, some of the stats, uh, I don't know how true they are, but some of the stats have shown in the last two, three years or so that there's a much higher um, depression uh, and even potentially um, abuse, uh, child abuse rate, um, given whatever's, you know, they're, they're saying it's because of what's going on in the world. I don't know. Sometimes they, they make up stuff. So, <laughs> but I can imagine. I can imagine um, that uh, there can be, you know, this feeling of of loss and um, frustration and all that kind of stuff going on with people. So this is a really nice tool to be able to, you know, just have a more balanced mood, sleep better, more relaxed. Right, um, and then I think people yeah. would be less likely. I, I can't make that claim, but my observation is that they'd be less likely to depend on drugs and alcohol, you know, as a right. symptom reliever. Yeah. yeah. Well, relative to that, it's useful to put the Nirvana patch, patch on the Tian Wei point, which is a stop addiction point or stop smoking point, and mm. that's located um, halfway between large intestine five and lung seven along the, um, the thumb or the uh, radial side of the arm. And uh, so if you just put the edge of the patch, after you, you move your thumb up and you make a crease in your wrist, put the edge of the patch in that crease, the center of it will fall right, right over Tian Wei. And uh, I put, since the Nirvana patch is a electropositive patch, I'd put it on the right arm. On the right That's Tian a great right. idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I, I bought this for my, uh, they, we had a sale a while back, you know, and I thought, oh, let me let me see if James will use it, right? And it's so funny because he's like, he just doesn't, doesn't want to use it. So I had like all these like packages I'd bought and I thought, well, I don't think I really need it, but I'm just going to use them myself, right? So I started using them about a year ago or so and um, I already had pretty good sleep uh, and I didn't really feel like I needed a mood enhancer or anything like that. Um, but what was really interesting is, for me, it was just that, that feeling of those those trigger points, those little niggly trigger points were not as prominent. I mean, it's not that I don't you know have them, uh, but it's uh, like, huh, okay, all right. So for me, it's kind of a, a mild pain reliever without having to use uh, Ice Wave, uh, which is the, the patch for pain. And um, yeah, I, occasionally I'll, I'll get uh, munchies, so I might want to try this point too, Doctor. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, because um, it actually will help with the curb, curbing the craving. Yeah, so I can and put like help. Nirvana on the right, and then maybe the SB6 Complete patch on the left for cravings. Yeah, perfect combination. Because you got a positive patch there in Nirvana, and 
negative or electronegative patch with the SP6. Perfect. Good idea. Yeah, I have not ever tried that combination. Like normally if I do the Tianwei, I just have SP6 on the left, and I'll do like glutathione or, you know, maybe Eon on the right, but I never actually thought of putting Nirvana on the right because I normally uh, do it at night. Um, so maybe when I start to get the munchies in the evening, that would be good <laughs> to, to remember, yeah. you know, at 8 p.m. or whatever it is, to then put the SP6 complete on the left, Nirvana on the right, and um, maybe I'd go to bed earlier too. That might be helpful. <laughs> yeah, and it, would, it would also help with intermittent fasting because then you wouldn't uh-huh. nosh at the last minute before you go to sleep and you'll have more time. Like you need up to like 16 hours of, of not eating to do intermittent fasting right. to lose weight. Yes. Yes, that is ideal. Uh, I remember uh, David Schmidt mentioned, uh, for those of you that are into intermittent fasting, he mentioned that uh, for women, their physiology is a little bit different. Um, So he said, you know, probably three days a week is probably the best as opposed to every single day, whereas uh, men can tolerate that. Their hormonal, um, their hormonal, you know, balance is different in men, but for women, uh, if you do it too much, then then the weight loss stops. It's not as healthy. Um, so definitely three days a week, and I did not know that information. So that was that was hmm. good to to learn that. Um, Doctor yeah, Dennis said before we go to the questions, uh, I did have a question for you and um, okay. uh, David Schmidt at the last Nova conference online mentioned about uh, water, and I'm just finished reading uh, the Water Code book as well as a book called You're Not Sick, You're Thirsty. You may know of that (laughs) one by Dr. Batman Jelly. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. That's that's how I pronounce it. Most people call him Dr. Batman. Anyway, um, so he's a medical doctor who was, you know, trapped in an Iranian prison for many years, and he didn't really have uh, much to help the prisoners, but he realized that when he would give them, you know, glasses of water, that their peptic ulcer disease, even bleeding, peptic ulcers would actually cure themselves, you know, and all sorts of things cured themselves when he gave them enough water. And uh, David Schmidt mentioned the other day on, well, the other day meaning I was watching the replay, um, how important hydration is. And so I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about, um, you know, cell intracellular hydration. Why is it that we feel more thirsty when we drink more? Why do people not feel thirsty when they're actually hydrated? So on and so forth. Thank you. Well, sure. Well, as you you know, Dr. Karen, hydration is really important for the making the patches work better. So it improves the efficacy of the patches. And, um, Especially when you're drinking electrolyzed water, because that will help hydrate the cells better when you have a higher concentration of molecular hydrogen and electrons in your water, then, um, and, and it's microclustered, then the water will get into the cell membrane and hydrate the cells better. And that is really important for the functionality of the patches, because um, they will stimulate cells via the acupuncture meridians and sending uh, phototherapy signals through acupuncture meridians to the cells and can affect the the uh, physiology and chemistry inside the cells. Well, it also turns out, as I recall from teaching medical physiology, that for every 1% increase in intracellular hydration, which means the water level inside the cells, 
you have a 10% or a tenfold increase in metabolic efficiency. Wow. And so, yeah, that, that's really dramatic. That's logarithmic. So there's a logarithmic increase in metabolic efficiency if you're hydrated and you can get water inside the cells. Wow, so that, the, that's the best, amazing. Yeah, and the best way to get water inside the cells is to use microclustered water that's electrolyzed to get microclustered because normally water molecules clump in, um, in groups of uh, about 20 to 30, and that cluster is too big to efficiently get inside cell membranes. So because of the normal permeability or the, the holes in the cell membranes for accommodating water, uh, if you electrolyze the water and you get microclustering so that the water only clusters in one or two or maybe up to five molecules per cluster, that's a much smaller size, size of, of water clustering of the molecules, and it gets into the cell membrane much more efficiently and will hydrate the cell better. So that's why we started using... Um, electrolyzed water in our clinic in the form of coming from a Kangen machine. And there are other machines that electrolyze water too, but we chose that one to, to efficiently increase our molecular hydrogen of the water and, and to increase the ORP, which is the oxidation reduction potential of the water. That means you have a lot of electrons in it. And to demonstrate that, uh, if you put electrolyzed water in um, a beaker and you put a, a wires in either end of the beaker attached to a light bulb, that water will actually light up the light bulb because of the concentration of electrons in there. And that's the kind of energy we want in our body. Such a high concentration of electrons in water that it lights up a light bulb. Very, very cool. Now, one of the things uh, in this book was talking about, uh, Dr. Batman's book, uh, is the importance of salt. So yeah. I know in the old days, remember in the old days when we were teaching LifeWave training, you know, to all the practitioners way back when, the five of us, um, yeah. we were all, all the talking the about, days. back in the old days, <laughs> the good old days, um, talking about people drinking Soleil. Uh, and Soleil, guys, is spelled S-O-L-E, uh, usually in capitals. Um Right, I write it in capitals. So what that is is you take Himalayan crystal salt, and I use one from HimalayanCrystalSalt.com, which I believe is one of the purest of um, versions of it. They basically hand mine yeah. it and they put it in a a bag that is a cotton bag, and they don't even let plastic touch it. I mean, they're very particular. So I use that brand, and you put these crystal um, salt crystals, big huge chunks in water in a glass container with a non-metal lid, which would corrode, a non-metal lid, and um, you let uh, you put water in there and you let the, the, the salt dissolve in it. And as long as you have chunks left over, you know that that, that solution is a supaturated solution with, with the perfect amount of uh, salt in it for Soleil. Um, and right. so you take a teaspoon of that salty water the next day, um, you put it in a glass of water, and you drink that. And apparently that activates 
you know, uh, or helps to activate your electrical system and hydration. I don't really understand exactly how that works because I haven't finished the book yet. <laughs> so he doesn't mention Soleil, Dr. Dennis. He just mentions putting a pinch of uh, hemline crystal salt or, or unrefined Celtic sea salts, I believe, um, in, in water right. and just drinking that um, throughout the day. Because if you have too little salt, well, there's a problem. You know, that's that's good information for distributors to have, too, because when you're demonstrating how well the patches work, some people don't have enough electrolytes on board in their body. So even if they're hydrated, um, we used to keep a bottle of um, the Soleil water that you're describing in our clinic. And if people would sit there and go, oh, the patches aren't working, we'd uh, give them a dropper full of the Soleil water under their tongue, let that absorb, and then magically the patches would start working better because of the electrolytes yeah. in in the um, mm-hmm. pink Himalayan rock salt that's dissolved in the water. Yeah, and that, it would always, like, amaze me that, you know, what we did uh, when we were doing live, you know, ice wave classes live and in person, if somebody did have a suboptimal response, so say they were 8 out of 10, they went down to a 5, and we want, the, want them at a 0, right, <laughs> or as close to 0. Yeah, yeah, right. What we would so do, yeah. Right. right. So what we do is we would just put a little bit of sea salt, and we didn't even use the good stuff back then. Um, you know, we just put a little sea salt on their tongue, and within like a minute or so, all of a sudden, you know, the patch, you know, the the electricity kicked in, and the patches work great. Uh, so I think that's important uh, to know that a lot of people uh, are unfortunately being taught to lower their salt intake because they think, well, if it's good for hypertensive, it's good for everyone. That's not true. It's not true. In fact, we're salt right. deficient. It's just the quality of the salt is very important. Yeah, that's a really good point because salt in the form of just sodium chloride doesn't have all the other micromineral nutrients that pink pink Himalayan rock salt have in it. So sodium chloride, just regular table salt, by itself, that's a poison. Yep. And the pink Himalayan rock salt is nutritious. It gives us electrolytes, and it helps our cells function better. So there's a big difference between the pink mineral salt and just regular um, sodium chloride table salt. So I'd avoid the the white salt like the plague and use the pink mineral salt. Yes, absolutely. And I do know some people have, you know, have warned about don't just because it's pink doesn't mean it's a good salt. Like there's some that are from different countries that may have lead it and things like that. So I do get mine from that company, the Himalayan Crystal Salt Company. Uh, so you can get it at HimalayanCrystalSalt.com. And by the way, I just want to mention that if you do make Soleil, and they have a, uh, the formula right there on the site, and um, you take a teaspoon a day in water, if if you're brand new to this whole thing, okay, or you, you know, haven't really basically been working on your body for a while, you may want to go slow. So instead of a whole teaspoon, you may want to try a quarter teaspoon, see how you do then half a teaspoon, see how you do then a full teaspoon. Uh, because I did have some people, Dr. Dennis, in the office, they um, they took a whole teaspoon in water and they detoxed like crazy uh, the next day and basically did not like me very much. But... <laughs> I was like, whoa, he vomited. Okay. Where's, let's where's not the do that. toilet, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. So um, work up to a teaspoon a day <laughs> of the Soleil. Okay, I'm going to put that in the notes well, here. In, in these, you, you know, Dr. Karen, in these days of um, recognition of the divine feminine, 
that's hmm. becoming more more recognizable as we wake up. Um, I I prefer to call it Herlayan than Himalayan rock salt. Herlayan. <laughs> Just, funny. just joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, great, guys. Uh, Dr. Dennis. Okay, well, at least your jokes are not quite as off-color as Dr. Steve Haltywanger's, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, yeah, can't believe he does this stuff in public. <laughs> I'm trying, oh but my. he was the master. Oh, he was the master. He was absolutely the master. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we, we um, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just um, if you can, uh, why is it then when people drink more water purposefully, consciously, even if it's not Kangen water, you know, or Willard water, which is I, I like to use that as a cheap alternative. It's not the same as Kangen water, but, you know, it does microcluster the water. Um, why right. is it that they feel more thirsty after they start to drink more water? Well, it depends on what kind of water they're drinking. If it's not microclustered, uh, it's not going to get into the cells, and um, there is this area in the um, in the brain called it's below the hypothalamus. It's called the nucleus circularis, and there are specialized neurons there that monitor the osmolarity and concentration of water inside the cells. And if you're drinking macroclustered water. You might have a lot of water in your gut that's sloshing around, but it's not getting absorbed very well. And right, so right. your your nucleus circularis is going to detect that your cells are still dehydrated, and so you're going to feel thirsty. Okay. I have another theory. <laughs> okay. Uh, because this happened to me when – okay, so my friend in Canada – uh, my colon, actually, my, my colon hydrotherapist, one of them, um, actually uh, gave me some Kangen water to try. I said, oh, yeah, my Dr. Dennis tells me about it, right, but I don't have a machine. So she said, hey, I'm going to give you a, a jug. So she gave me a jug, and uh, I was in the city, so it was completely different water than what I'm used to at home, like the well water and yada, yada. So I definitely was, like, okay, dehydrated. I didn't feel dehydrated but here's the thing is i started drinking the kingdom water and i got thirsty i was like what is going on here um and so i think you mentioned something about compartments um that that uh you know um that if i'm if people don't feel they're dehydrated because they're not thirsty and uh, the older people get the less the thirst mechanism is accurate so it's a terribly inaccurate yeah. way to know whether you're thirsty right, right? but i actually got right. thirstier drinking the kangen water do you want to re-explain that why why microcluster water well, could cause a person to increase their thirst when the cells are well, being more hydrated People that drink kangen water have a phenomenon known as kangen pee. They have to pee a lot. So they're, they're always running more water through their body, and that's awesome for detoxing, but it, it can make you more thirsty at times because you're running a lot of water through your body. Okay. That wasn't the explanation you gave me before, though. <laughs> um Okay, so let's see if I can come up with uh, my current understanding from what you said previously. So you okay. had previously explained to me 
that uh, because I was drinking the Kangen water, uh, you know, I was in a big city, did not have access to my good water at home. So because I was drinking the Kangen water, it was going into the cells better and was actually dropping yeah. the blood volume and therefore activating those uh, blood volume sensors in the carotid artery and giving the brain oh, the signal right. to drink more. Does that, does that ring a bell? Yeah, but nuclear circularis is not in the carotid arteries. In the carotid arteries, you've got this um, uh, uh, pressure sensor right. at, at the carotid bifurcation in the neck. So there's a pressure sensor there. And in fact, just as an aside, um, I used to know this emergency room doctor in New Mexico, and he was advocating putting a pressure cuff on the neck to um, oh my God. drop to drop people's blood pressure because if you pump up a and and I'm saying this to illustrate the point if you uh, pump up a pressure cuff around somebody's neck you're going to put pressure on those um, neuron sensors in the carotid bifurcation and that's going to lower your blood pressure right and Dr. Batmanjali says that's dehydration that the body feels it has to you know squeeze the vessels to get the, the pressure uh, appropriate to the brain because the brain is everything. The brain's number one, you know. Um, and right. uh, I'm not saying it properly, but he, he explains it better in the book. Um, but that's why, you know, if you if people actually drink more water, um, that uh, he's had like thousands of people get better just by drinking more water, including people with high blood pressure, autoimmune disease, arthritis. I mean, all sorts of things. So now that we have the patches as well, oh my gosh, this. I mean, this this conversation the hydration plus the patches would be so so powerful a combination yeah both working synergistically will optimize your detox ability and mm-hmm. and uh, that's going to make you more healthy and resolve a lot of the issues you just listed yeah and and i believe uh that there is um a possibility that when one consciously hydrates more even though you don't aren't thirsty i believe that you may reset your thirst mechanism to a younger, healthier state, <laughs> if you will, and therefore yeah. you get appropriate signals to hydrate, as opposed to your body going, eh, "I'm damp. I'm not going to hydrate. I don't want to. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like drinking." Right? But you're actually intracellularly dehydrated. So. Right, and and we know that David's intention in designing these patches are to have anti-aging effects. Um, especially the YH patches, but also the X39 and X49 and and so on. And, and all of them uh, pretty much have good anti-aging effects. And so that will help the cells function in a younger way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do our questions here. Thank you so much for covering those two topics. And remember, guys, I'm writing notes. It's going to be in the patchtrainingteam.com blog within the next 24, 48 hours after the show. So you can go to patchtrainingteam.com to check it out. And uh, on the blog as well, you'll see information to connect with Dr. Dennis and his sister Heidi, who do a free um, clinic, online clinic through Zoom every single month, and we'll have all the information there, so you can check that out afterwards. All right, are you, are you ready for questions, Dr. Dennis? Ready, go for it. All right, awesome. Okay, so I'm going to start with Harlight Medicine Community here. Okay, let's see here. I'm 
scrolling down, scrolling down. We're looking for, uh, guys, we're looking for uh, symptoms. Uh, so if you're asking about, you know, how do I patch for flu or infections or, you know, uh, d- you know disease names, we, we can't answer those, okay, uh, because, uh, you know, this is a wellness product. We, we're not a drug, so we're not allowed to claim that we treat, cure, prevent, um, you know, mitigate any disease. So if you could go ahead and uh, give us the symptoms when you we unmute you, that would be really, really helpful. Um, okay, so we have one from Bernie. Uh, symptom of dry throat, uh, presumably from mold exposure, what patches and where to put. Okay. All right, so... So, Bernie, we'll put you on the notes here. Symptom of dry throat from mold exposure. Yeah, we were just talking about hydration, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, um, there, there's an area called the throat chakra, which is acupuncture point CB22, and I'd put either a, a carnosine or a, um, a glutathione patch there. In fact, that's where I often wear my glutathione patch, right on that um, CV22 point, which is in the little divot above the sternum on the bottom of the neck, below the Adam's apple, on the midline of the body. Right, right. And um, so, of course, we talked about hydration earlier, but uh, that's a great point. I, I really like that, too. I see David wearing that quite a bit as well, so I got into the habit of also using the, the glutathione there, and a lot of people notice not just dry throat, but if they start to have a, a itchy or irritated throat from whatever, okay, we're not saying what it's from, um, then just placing a patch there, and particularly a glutathione patch, which we know, uh, know increases uh, or supports um, uh, antioxidation and supports the immune system, supports getting rid of toxins, right? That could be really helpful. And a lot yeah. of people, when they start to have a sore throat, they put a glutathione patch there, drink lots of water, and then boom, it's gone, and nothing comes of it, which is really cool. All right, awesome. Okay, let's do our next question. All right, so let me go down. Okay. Um, Okay, so Tina says, I have a lot of pain in my entire body. I've tried everything to get relief. I guess everything but the patches Um, (laughs) so far. Uh, I would like to try the X39, X49 Duo promotion, as I've been reading a lot about them. I mostly have pain in my spine, shoulders, knees, pretty much everywhere you can imagine. I'd like to start off with just these patches as they feel they're a good fit to start off with. What do you think? Okay, so that is... Do we use just X39, X49 for all-over body pain, or should we use something else? Okay, I'll write that in the notes. I'm sure that that's um, a good approach, because even though the X39 doesn't raise glutathione levels as high as the glutathione patch does, it still will raise glutathione levels, and that's your body's master antioxidant. Uh, plus um, stimulating all the other things that the X39 does. So if you uh, wear them together, the X39, X49, you have um, uh, an assisting effect of the X49 to the X39. And I believe that because of the characteristics of X39 uh, on creating more yin-like effects, and X49 on increasing more yang 
effects like stamina that uh, I, I advocate using X39 as a relatively more yin patch and X49 as a relatively more yang patch when you use them together. So given that insider information, um, a good way to approach overall body balancing, including pain, because pain, according to Asian medical physiology, is caused by blockages to the flow of chi. You can rebalance the chi and all the meridians by doing a five-element protocol. And so I would use the X39 and X49 as a yin-yang pair in the five-element protocol instead of the energy enhancer or ice wave patches or even instead of Eon and SP6, which you could also use as a um, yin-yang pair. It doesn't matter which you which pair you start with, day one, two, three, four, five, or just start somewhere. It doesn't matter which element you start. Oh, I usually like starting on Earth and going around or, or oh, okay. right after Earth, start with metal and go around. And that's because of the five-element map that we are using from Worsley is derived okay. from the old Yellow River map. And the, the old Yellow River map is thousands of years old, and it suggested, or the philosophy behind that suggested that all the energy from all the other phases or elements, like fire, metal, water, and wood, have to pass through Earth first before they oh, get to the next right. element. And then later, uh, Earth was moved out to be part of the um, control cycle. And um, and so you have fire nurturing earth instead of going through earth before it gets somewhere else. Yeah, that's so interesting how, you know, we change paradigms and somebody decides we're going to change this, you know, and then now the other one, the new one is very popular. So that's the one that I was taught. Yeah, well, you know, a, a good example of changing paradigms and one that went down a dark alley that's the wrong direction were these kill shots for preventing COVID. And, and we found now even the, the CDC saying, oh, and Bill Gates is saying, oh, they don't work anymore. Well, they what do you mean anymore? <laughs> yeah, they probably never yeah, yeah. did, in my opinion. <laughs> Well, you know, there's many people that said, oh, yeah, you haven't actually proved it, and you haven't given us all the data, so we have to go to court, right, to, to get the data, all those, however, th- tens of thousands, you know, whatever, however many, tens of thousands of yeah, pages. And the the rigorous science was not actually, done before it went to humans. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, uh, well, we, we won't go too far in there, but um, it doesn't actually uh, make sense to um, to use something uh, when there are uh, cheaper, safer uh, alternatives that are equally as efficacious, and that um, the you know the the um, kill rate, if you will, of of this particular so-called disease is less than the flu. So we don't get we just right. get all hyper about about the flu. Uh, although yeah, you know, they kill a lot of people every year. They do, especially the elderly. A lot of people yeah. get killed by the flu. Yeah. It's amazing how the flu has gone down as the stats for the COVID got accumulated. Yeah, some people say, oh, they just forgot to put it back on the chart. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, that's a big uh, that's a big miss there. Yeah, it's like, okay, oh, we didn't put it on that page. We didn't update that page. We're so busy with COVID. I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. Okay, so I am in the notes, guys. I actually put the actual points of the uh, five element protocol. Just keep in mind, in this case, for Tina, you're using uh, X39 on the left, okay, acupuncture point, and the X49 on the right acupuncture point. And I'll also link the actual um, uh, uh, Facebook page where we actually have pictures of where all those points are. So hopefully you're on Facebook so you can uh, see that. I'm just going to put myself a note, Facebook link here <laughs> to put it in afterwards. So yeah. I don't want to look it up right now. Um, By the way, Dr. Karen, uh, let, let me make this uh, little anecdote here. Uh, I re- remember many decades ago when I was at a science conference in Hawaii, uh, Floyd Bloom at the time, who was a scientist at the Salk Institute, was the editor of the journal Science at the time. And uh, I was having a conversation with him. Um, and uh, he he noted that good science is knowing how far down a dark alley to go before you realize that uh, it's a dark alley and you should turn around and and go down another pathway. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. That's uh, that quote anyway. Um, okay, thank you. Okay, let's go to our next question here. Okay, I'm just gonna put here. Um, do 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 do. Alternate. Uh, and that, also, no, no. let me also say, the science is never settled. By its very nature, science is investigating and finding out new things, and it's never, ever settled. Mm-hmm. So if anybody tells you the science is settled, they're lying and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, science is never settled. Yeah, so that's that's true. Science really is about investigation and, um, you know, continuation. So if, if you, you know, if, if you're allowed to question it, it's science. If you're not allowed to question it, then it's propaganda. That's one of the main things. Exactly. Science. That's so right. I was like, oh, that's you a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's it. see here. Uh, okay, so Dewana asked a disease name, so I cannot answer that. Uh, we cannot talk about autism on the show, so let me just write herself a note about autism, just symptoms. Okay, and we didn't catch that before today, so unfortunately we have to skip that question. Um, and she asked about cancer, so uh, I'll ask that we're not allowed to talk about that either, as this is a wellness product and not a drug. Okay. Let's just put it this way. Uh, I, what I can say is that what we want to do in the case of uh, any disease, not just cancer, you know, things like that, is we want to get the body to heal itself better. So in a lot of these cases, um, not only, you know, hydration, we talked about, you know, the importance of that, but in almost all cases of dis-ease, there is, number one, there's inflammation, right? And we have patches for inflammation. X39, X49, Eon, Glutathione, uh, you know, any of the antioxidants, right? You know, carnosine, you know, all of those can be super helpful. Um, We often have a stress component as well. So the autonomic nervous system is not, is locked in a fight or flight response, is not in healing mode or parasympathetic. My favorite patch for that is Eon. 
Now, the other patches help as well, like energy enhancers and the other patches, but Eon's the biggie yeah. when it comes to right. stress, rebalancing stress. Uh, and for some people, um, there may be like a hormonal balancing component, right, that could contribute yep. to a particular diagnosis. Um, so if that's true, then we may wish to use the patches that help to support the hormonal system. Uh, that may include uh, Alavita, which connects to the pineal gland. That may include SP6 Complete. That connects to the hypothalamus. That may include Eon, which is like a jack of all trades. Uh, helps to um, to regulate uh, uh, cortisol levels, right? Part of that stress response, cortisol yep. levels. Um, Yep. There's a certain degree of help because X39, X49 is stem cell enhancing, right? That anything that is broken yeah. in the body, your body can heal itself if it has the right signal. Um, and so that may be helpful. And then uh, some people have noticed that with the uh, the new um, Shine and Dream spray, that that actually supports healthy um, hormone, you know, as well. Although, again, can't make that particular um that particular claim, even though, you know, studies are, are there, at least the pilot studies, because uh, we want to stay as a wellness product and not as a drug. Um, okay, and, okay, I was just going to let Dawana know I answered it generally <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, okay, it also so depends you... on, it, it, this also depends on which acupuncture point to use. Because, um, mm-hmm. for example, if you wanted to regulate ACTH, which is a, a hormone that comes from the uh, pituitary and stimulates um, a stress hormone or corticosteroid release from the adrenal cortex, one of the best points for that is kidney six. So if you put uh, either an eon patch or um, any of the other patches like SP6 that, that regulate hormones, on kidney six, you're going to synergistically enhance the effect. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of great um, great combinations. And by the way, guys, if you're brand new to LifeWave and you haven't actually, you know, started using them, um, some of what Dr. Dennis and I talk about today may be a little bit more advanced than uh, what you would normally do at the beginning uh, when you start. Oftentimes, you know, you work with a brand partner, distributor, et cetera, that would help guide you as to, you know, how to start the patches, drinking lots of water, and 80% of people get fantastic, amazing results just using what's in the brochure. We do have a a little chart that Dr. Dennis, uh, myself, uh, uh, David, and Quila, you know, that I worked on for on behalf of all LifeWave people around the world, and that chart just kind of gives you an idea of what, symptoms or what categories, hormonal support, uh, heart support, brain support, you know, what categories go with what patch. So that's free, um, you know, that you can distribute uh, distribute if you want to uh, somebody you know. And uh, you can find that at, um, you know, the the Facebook group that we have. Uh, We have the LW for the therapy support group. Uh, and if you're in my team, um, it's called the Patch Training Team Customers and Brand Partners uh, Support Group. So um, it's just free, and you can just download it there. So, uh, Dr. Dennis, we have a question from Julie. How do I patch for pain in the plantar fascia area or heel of my foot? Okay. Well, uh, the most simple approach is to um, use Ice Wave on... on um, 
the bottom of your foot, and you can put um, a tan patch on the heel and a white patch on the ball of the foot and get the whole length of the plantar fascia there, and that's likely to have a good effect. And um, so the white patch is in kidney one or, like, closer to the metatarsals? Yeah, yeah, kidney one, or you can move it up uh, further, um, closer to the base of the toes. But kidney one's a really good point, and the the point on the heel would be shimion. So I'd I'd use a tan patch on shimion and a white patch on kidney one, and then um, you get a nice uh, flow there that goes from the white patch to the tan patch, uh, from the toes towards the heel <clears throat> along the the fascia, and you can also do the same thing with um, the other patches like uh, eon on kidney one and uh, SP6 on Shimion. Or you could use um, the X39 and X49, and that will stimulate repair also of the uh, fascia. And uh, I would um, put X39 on Shimion on the heel and X49 on kidney one. Okay, awesome. Fantastic. All right. Let's move on. Okay. So let me go to the Facebook and we'll get to our phone soon here. Um, Also, by the way, Dr. Karen, relative to that last question, you can also stack the patches. So even if you lay down a base of ice wave patches, you can still put X39 and X49 on top of them. write that down and you have the same polarity on the same points and and you have additional frequencies so the ice wave frequencies will break through blockages and help the chi flow or the bioelectricity go through the fascia better and um, the x39 and x49 will do their thing on stem cell proliferation and repair dna on the copper peptides all right perfect Excellent. Okay. So Sue uh, from our Facebook event um, writes, I do have patches. Could I ask what patching protocol could I use and where for pain, I believe, coming from the piriformis muscle on the left side, and guys, that's in the butt area. Uh, There's a tight pulling sensation that's going down the left leg at the back of the hamstring down all the way to the calf. It's quite painful night and day. Might it be a nerve and trap? What is your advice? Okay, well, we can't diagnose you, okay? So you would need a physical exam to to make sure. So we can't really answer the might it be a nerve trap. Yeah, it could be, but we can't say for sure that it's you unless you are physically examined by either of us. Um, but we can certainly um, uh, tell you what uh, patching protocols may be helpful. So uh, since... Um a pain in the ass is not a um, clinical diagnosis. We can talk about that. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, you can, I would, the first thing I think of is to use my triangle, but a more simple approach would be to just put a, a line of ice wave patches uh, with um Let's see, if you want want to use the bladder channel, you could uh, put a white patch above and a tan patch below 
along the bladder channel on the back of the leg. And uh, so uh, you would have um, a tan patch on, uh, if it's on the left leg, on left bladder 57, and a white patch uh, probably on GV2, which is on the sacrum, or somewhere around there. Uh, maybe uh, where, if you can identify where the pain starts, where you have um, um, pinching or damage to the spine and the back, you could put a white patch there over that area. So that would be an ashi point where you're putting the patch over the the uh, area that's indicated that is damaged or in pain. Uh, but um, that that would be just a simple approach to put iceway patches along the bladder channel for that, or you could even use gallbladder. It depends on where the pain is. If it's on the back of the leg, more use bladder. If it's more on the side of the leg, use gallbladder. And um, if I would use a triangle, I'd, I'd use both bladder fifty-seven as the basis of the triangle with iceway patches with the white one on the right and tan one on the left. Bladder 57 is located at the base of the calf muscle where the Achilles tendon connects to it in that little divot. So then you got a base of a triangle. And then the apex of the triangle can be above that, like on the sacrum or on the life gate or on the base of the neck or on the head or even all those areas. So... Even if you have three wide patches, you can put them each one on the apex with the the most yin below and the most yang above. So that means put the carnosine on the more yin area, which would be uh, below or closer to the earth, and that would be on the sacrum. And then put the glutathione patch, say, on the life gate, and the eon patch further above on the... Um, GV um, uh, 14 on the back of the neck. Okay. Now we have uh, pictures of this actually um, in one of our blogs, so we'll have to link to that so you can see what that is. But uh, basically, you can just do the the tip of one triangle or you can make multiple triangles uh, by adding the other patches Dr. Dennis mentioned just in the midline with the least positively charged one at the bottom and the most positively charged one at the top. This is advanced stuff, guys. So if you're brand new and have no idea what lightweight patches are, just ignore what we're saying right now, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, so this is an advanced brochure, protocol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. And also, um, as far as the triangle configuration goes, if you look at it from the viewpoint of Newtonian physics, then the patches are electrodes and they set up electrical current from one patch to the other. And if you have three in a triangle, you know that um, from basic Newtonian physics, if you have an electrical current in a wire, it's going to ge generate a magnetic field around it. And if you have three wires in a triangle, you can have a strong magnetic field in the center of the triangle. So that's from the viewpoint ah. of, of standard physics. If okay. you look at it from the standpoint of quantum physics, that triangle is an archetype for a portal. 
and uh, you're actually accessing portal energy and lining up um, DNA solitons and tesseracts so that they line up um, with that portal and you can access the other dimensions that way. But that's only if you're working in quantum physics and in other dimensions. So uh, that's not in our brochures. No. <laughs> okay. Those are into quantum physics, right? You can use, actually know that you can use your intention uh, for all that's of that. Right. So that's very powerful. So that's beyond what we're talking about today. Uh, we do have another show way back when we, we did talk about that. Uh, so maybe we can revise that again. So we have uh, two approaches for you, Sue, a simple approach and a triangle approach. So we are going to put that on the um, uh, on the blog for you so you can have notes for that. And we do need to move on, Dr. Dennis, to okay. um, other questions. Okay, so I'm just going to put here answered. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to, let's see here, how do I? Okay. Okay. Next question is. Uh, okay, we answered that one already. And okay, so Teddy. Good afternoon, Dr. Ken, Dr. Dennis. I have a symptom patching question for you both. The following symptoms belong to a nine-year-old boy. The boy has. Uh, elevated bone marrow platelets, enlarged lymph nodes, lowered red blood cell count. Um, I did. Uh, that's not actually a symptom, except the inflamed lymph nodes. Um, it's a sign, which is slightly different, but uh, we'll go with it. Uh, okay, I did find protocols on other patching sites, but it's pretty intense. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not one of my sites. Um, it uses a lot of patches. Do not recommend that for a nine-year-old, okay? So good for you for having that discernment. Uh, do you have a good protocol that you could use on a young boy? Uh, I hate to start him out on three energy enhancers, two EN, two keyharnessine, and three glutathione. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, these are symptoms that were absent for a couple of years after a treatment that usually starts with a C. Based on that previous treatment, he could not take the X39. If we were to go back on the treatment, these symptoms just came back last week. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so we're going to have to summarize that. Um, Teddy, for you, and uh, let me just go and copy this part here without all the details onto our notes so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> okay. So we're looking at basically, Dr. Dennis, I would interpret this as how do we balance out the blood and the immune system? Okay, the most simple approach that I would take aside from uh, five element rotation balancing in general, would be to um, use the influential point for the blood, which is bladder 17. Okay, so that's located um, uh, either on 1.5 inches bilateral on either side of the seventh thoracic vertebra, kind of on the level of where the um, inferior angle of the scapula are. So, you know, these scapular triangular shapes and the point of the bottom of them, if you put a ruler or a pencil across or a line across, that that goes right through uh, the bottom of thoracic vertebra 7. So when your arms are hanging down to your sides, the scapula are rotated properly in that way. So you could 
put a ruler across and figure out where thoracic seven is, and then go one and a half soon on either side of it to get bladder 17, the influential point for the blood. So for things like uh, platelets and blood cells and problems in the blood, that's a really good point. And what and what patch are we using? Um, I would either go with um, X39 on the left and X49 on the right, or do an E on on the right and an SP6 on the left. But even energy enhancer just simply with a white on the right and 10 on the left would help move the energy. Okay. Why would you use SP6 Eon? Uh, because of their effect on hormones and also the uh, large number of biochemical rebalancing that uh, the Eon patch is known to do. Okay. And do you have any reservations that this is a nine-year-old in terms of any of those patches? Not if you keep it simple and just use one pair. Okay. Yeah, and, 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 you know, the thing is if somebody's going through a treatment for the C, um, some people will choose not to use the X39 and X49 at that time and just wait till after. Right. Um, right. Of course, you know, it doesn't seem, I mean, it's your own body's, you know, you're, you're activating your own body's stem cells, right? But, it, but theoretically, if you're, if you're treating something with a toxin, Right, and you're trying to kill you cells, right? Yeah, so go with yeah, you don't want to counteract what you're choosing to do with uh, with patches. So after the treatment, when you're detoxing from the toxic effects of the treatment, then after the treatment's over with, you go into using glutathione. Yeah, there's no, I mean, David says there's no point in using glutathione if you're using chemotherapy because you're just counteracting the chemotherapy. Right. That being said, that being said, there are some studies showing that uh, the addition of uh, high-dose vitamin C with chemotherapy actually improves uh, outcomes. Uh, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not Dr. Halty Wanger, right? So I don't have all this memorized in my head whose study it was and what page it was on, okay? Because he's brilliant. Right. I I don't have that. Um, the thing is, is that uh, I'm just curious, like, in that study, it be, you know, it's like, did it improve outcomes because it was a combination of the chemo and the vitamin C, or would the vitamin C have maybe done it on its own? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, you know, know. That the results of that study are suggestive that even the glutathione patch might be beneficial because right. glutathione is the body's master antioxidant, and what it does is replenish vitamin C. So if vitamin yep. C is actually helping, then glutathione will help them indirectly, even though it might Yeah, well, maybe thrive. it helps them because it's, it makes the person survive longer. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, yep. Okay, so I'm just going to put toxic treatment here, guys. I'm not going to uh, in the notes, okay? You guys know what I mean, right? So, yeah, so that that is a great – I like that um, combination, and I think, uh, honestly – any patches would be super, super supportive and helpful uh, for this nine-year-old. And because um, he, she is old enough to uh, express themselves uh, and, and, you know, if for whatever reason they don't feel good, you know, with, with whatever patch you're using, then change it up or increase hydration. Or, you know, David says that he doesn't have a problem with people using patches on 
uh, children, even though it hasn't been tested in children, like so many things in our world is just, and of course, you know, we're not a drug company with billions of dollars, right, for research. So um, it's not really practical necessarily to do every single patch study on adults and children and pregnant women and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, every single animal on the planet. Um, so, but he says, hey, if they can talk, I'm happy with them using it, right? Because if, it, if they're detoxing, they have a headache, whatever, they can say, I don't feel good, right? And then you can take the patch off, you can, you know, give them more water. Um, yeah, so that's just you, the You know, uh, the in, in my, just, just to share my own personal experience, I would not advocate to any of my patients or clients to go the toxic route. Uh, for example, um, I don't think my sister would mind. My sister Heidi, who just had uh, some breast cancer cut out, that um, I share some of the story with it with y'all because after the surgeon cut it out, then the system wanted the oncologist to zap her with chemo and radiation, and the surgeon also wanted it shrunk first. So we were using herbs instead of chemo and and petrochemical pharmaceuticals to shrink it down to the size the surgeon could deal with. And then afterwards, uh, she's using Ayurvedic herbs and patches to help keep the body healthy so it doesn't grow back instead of using um, chemo and radiation. So... In my personal opinion, I would not advocate using any kind of toxin like that, even though that's what the system advocates. And in California, the politics influence state law to say the only legal way to treat cancer is with radiation and chemo and surgery. In my opinion, bullshit. So sorry about the French, but... <laughs> well, Dr. Me. Bruce Lipton says BS, and he says police system. That's right. Well, that's but I should BS. say, Bravo Sierra. <laughs> Bravo Sierra. It's way past time that we got over this petrochemical pharmaceutical nonsense. There are lots of yeah. ways that are better for the body that follow natural law. And that's where we should be helping people. Yes. Yep. Okay. And uh, there's I'm, some I'm folks that are soapbox. trying to... Yeah, we're, we'll get off the soapbox. Um, there's some people that are trying to help others on the, um, you know, the, the Q&A post here in uh, LifeWave. Uh, there's some people that are just asking about diagnosis, so we cannot answer those questions about diagnosis. Um, now, keep in mind that somebody's helping, trying to help, and, uh, you know, was saying, hey, I found the uh the the protocol on another site under patching protocols A to Z on the LifeWave website. Okay, I want to make sure people know that patching protocols A to Z is not on the LifeWave corporate website. It is not endorsed by LifeWave, it's not backed up with LifeWave, and in fact, it could get the LifeWave in trouble. Okay? So, to please be clear, you know, what Dr. Dennis and I are talking about is our own clinical experience, you know, acupuncture points, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. And so the other sites that are patching protocols A to Z is not from LifeWave. It's not from Dr. Dennis. It's not from me. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong or anything like that. 
it does tend to be really complicated, so I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I use a lot of patches and no discernment, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's my two cents. Uh, so just be careful. Okay, so when you're trying to help people, I really appreciate the help, trying to help people on the site. But when you're referring to people to that site, just know it does not belong to LifeWave. Okay. All right, let's move on. Um, okay, Point. so Sky wants to know – oh, sorry, Dr. Ness, let me – I'll let you talk. <laughs> No, that, that's a good point. And whenever I, whenever we're talking about not treating diseases, I'm thinking in terms of Western dis- description of disease. Uh-huh. And there, there are plenty of imbalances in the body described by other medical systems that are not in the jurisdiction of the FDA. Right. And that's what we're talking about with natural law and with energy medicine. We're out of that jurisdiction. We're not talking about Western diseases. And uh, you, you can treat imbalances in the body by rebalancing energy patterns and not even right. deal with a, a Western diagnosis or get into their politics of how they make exactly. money by keeping people in a, um, a, a certain creod or, or channel right. or pit. Yeah, because it's just a label, right, Dr. Dance? I mean, just, you know, lupus is a label. They go, huh, well, this looks like a disaster area. Uh, let's see, let's see, you got this blood back, that, that's bad, that's bad. You have this symptom, this symptom. So a bunch of experts got together forever ago and said, that's lupus, right? And then they give you the diagnosis. But, you know, if you hang your hat on a diagnosis, it doesn't give you the cause. It doesn't give you the underlying no. cause. So we're treating the underlying pattern, of those symptoms yeah. because it is actually literally more effective than just just like throwing cortisone at somebody because well there's inflammation so we're gonna just gonna squash it with a bunch of cortisone you know and and have you all these side effects. Um, you could have and, uh, two, two people with the same Western diagnosis yep, because of what right. the lab tests showed and what their doctors figured out from their symptoms and in their differential diagnosis. But if you look at their energy patterns, they could be completely different. And in Asian medicine or any kind of energetic medicine approach, you would treat them differently, not the same way. Okay, perfect. Okay, so that being said, uh, the next question I will need to rephrase. Um, It's from Sky, and Sky says, uh, how do I support the thyroid, the pancreas, i.e. blood sugar, and poor hair growth? How do I support hair growth? I know they're all connected, actually. (laughs) I assume he means head hair and not body hair. Uh, Yes. So head hair is regulated by the kidneys, so just tonify the kidney chi. And you can do that by using energy enhancer patches on kidney 3 or bladder 23. And would that help the thyroid and pancreas as well? Well, for the uh, thyroid, you could uh, put energy enhancer patches on stomach nine. <clears throat> stomach nine is located at the level of the Adam's apple when you're not talking. Uh, at the top of the Adam's apple, if you go off to the side on the anterior border, of the sternocleidomastoid muscles, and that puts the stomach nine points on either side of the thyroid. And so thyroid protocols include stomach nine. And one of the best ways to deal with it is to put a white energy enhancer on the right and a tan energy enhancer on the left. 
Or if you want to get fancy, use an Eon on the right and SP6 on the left, or a X49 on the right and uh, X39 on left, stomach nine. Nice. Okay. Yeah, just and keep then, in mind, I, I love that, uh, the, how you're using that, Dr. Dennis, with the X39 on the left and X49 on the right. It is a more advanced. It's not in the brochure. Um, and and uh, I like that because we have the not just the energy enhancers just activating that point and increasing uh, energy production, which is important, of course, for the body to heal itself and, and have processes heal itself. However, the X39 and X49 also helps activate stem cells, right, the repair mechanism. So there's a lot of people yeah. running around with, with, with damaged, if you will, thyroids, right, or damaged pancreas, right. damaged kidneys, whatever, adrenals. So having the X39 and X49 on board, uh, then you at least activate the repair mechanisms of the body, not just increasing the energy production of the body. Yep. Yep. And then um, for the blood sugar balance? Middle jowl. So uh, a good way to access middle jowl is to use stomach 21. Uh, I do that with Qigong a lot. Um, in fact, um, using stomach 21 points, uh, and, and I've, I've done this before. I think I described it on previous shows that uh, one of my friends years ago was a naturopathic doctor and I were testing energy balancing and on the middle jowl and we had a glucometer and um, she, she ate a bunch of glucose or sugar and um, it was high according to the glucometer. And then I did Qigong on her middle jowl, particularly with energy needles in Stomach 21, and her blood sugar went down within a few seconds, as as monitored okay. with the glucometer. Very so cool. you can put you can put patches on stomach 21 to simulate the energy needles of the qigong, and that will rebalance the energy of the middle jowl, in which you have the pancreas and the spleen. So the, the pancreas is in encompassed by the spleen energy in Asian medicine. And where is so stomach energy, 21 approximately? Uh, it's below the, the ribs on the side of the body or the, the front, not the side, the front of the body. So uh, let me get a good description here. So stomach 21 is located on the abdomen about two inches lateral to the midline and four inches above the belly button level. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, so about two inches on either side of the midline. And I, I haven't used this, Dr. Dennis. I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? I haven't used this before, and uh, I do notice that I have, it probably doesn't help that I, you know, wear the, the clothes that I do, but um, I do notice that I have some poof, poofiness there, fascia that's, that's kind of tight there, right in the solar plexus area. So maybe I can use this. 
Yeah, it, it harmonizes. It's indicated for harmonizing the middle jowl and transforming stagnation. Wow. So if you used um, X39, X49 there, or even glutathione and carnosine, it could actually repair any damaged tissue there, including scar tissue. Cool. Yeah. Uh, other options. Okay, yes, I'm going to try that tomorrow. Cool. All right, so All right. we've got some good protocols here for Sky. And uh, I know you guys have been waiting patiently on the phone. Thank you so much. Uh, people are getting the gist of uh, uh, definitely um, going to the event page and putting their questions so they get first tips. So good for you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, Mitzi here, you know Mitzi, um, she has someone Hi, with the... Hey, Vitsy, and large uterus, very heavy bleeding during the period and extreme menstrual cramps. Yeah, I used to have that a lot before, and I'm, I'm, I can say that I am very grateful that I am uh, postmenopausal. <laughs> so done with that. So done with that. Uh, okay, so I'll post that. There we go. Uh, yeah, so enlarged uterus, heavy bleeding, and extreme menstrual cramps. Okay. Okay. So where do we go with that, Dr. Well, well um, you want to access the chi going to the uterus, and that's one of the best ways to do that is to use a Chong channel. And the master point for Chong is spleen four. So um, you could uh, use both spleen four and pericardium six. So I'd use spleen four on the left, pericardium six on the right, and I say pericardium six because that's known in the um, acupuncture bibles or literature to work synergistically with spleen four. So by using pericardium six, we're enhancing the effects of spleen four, which is a master point for the tongue channel, which sends energy to the uterus. Right. Okay. So I would use a positive patch on right pericardium 6 and a negative patch on left spleen 4 and that uh, that could be um, eon on the right and sp6 patch on the left because we want to deal with hormones and stagnation and all that Uh, another approach would be to use zigong zigong is a special point that is hanging kind of over the ovaries on either side of the uterus, and it's indicated for stagnation in that area. And if you have blood clots, you're getting stagnation there. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> you could also use um, Eon on the right, SP6 on the left, Zigong. Zigong is located at the level of CV3, which is uh, on the midline, one inch above the pubic bone, and then you go three inches bilateral on either side of CV3 to get Zigong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that side. would be yep. that would be number two. Num- and number third observation would be um, you're dealing with blood clots and therefore stagnation, and the liver channel. directs energetically directs blood where to go and if it's stagnant it's going to create blood clots 
and the, the liver channel circumvents the genital area, so the liver channel's a good one to deal with blood clotting and stagnation in that area. And we know that liver three is a major point for dispersing liver cheese stagnation in wood. Mm-hmm. And so I would use liver three and the master point for the belt channel, which is gallbladder 41. So use gallbladder 41 on the right. The belt channel goes around that area uh, where the uterus is in the waist. And um, liver three on the left. So there again, you can use Eon on gallbladder 41, master point for the belt channel on the right, and um, SP6 patch or even one of the tan patches or even a carnosine patch on left liver 3. And that will disperse liver cheese stagnation and deal with the blood clotting. Uh, And even another layer of approach would be to go back to the influential point for the blood, which is bladder 17 we talked about earlier, and and, uh, that will influence the cells in the blood, including the platelets, and uh, regulate uh, how bad the uh, clotting gets. Now we're, we're well, it looks like it's heavy normal. bleeding, so most of the time heavy bleeding has clots, so we're assuming there's clots, but uh, the symptom is right, heavy right. bleeding and cramping. Yeah, so that's that's more liver cheese stagnation stuff. Yeah. And also okay. tongue, tongue channel stuff, right? And, and Z-Gong can help relieve the pain of the uh, that kind of cramping and stagnation in that area. Now, normally when you use Chinese medicine well, you don't have any cramping problems or, or menstrual problems either if you use it right. If you relieve yeah. the, the stagnation and, and the liver cheese stagnation in that area, women that have Asian medicine used right correctly on them will not have that much of a problem. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, sometimes it is nutritional as well. So nutritionally, some people, you know, um, also have the support by um, making sure they have enough magnesium. Um, you know, sometimes fish oil, a good quality one, of course, uh, can be super helpful as well. Um, right. And, um, you know, I had scar tissue in around that area because I think I had leaky gut. And uh, I think it caused... Um, you know, uh, the uter- let's say the uterine tissue to be extruded out of my uterus through the fallopian tubes into the belly cavity, which caused it to grow on top of, stuck onto the gut. And uh, so I had quite a bit of pain uh, due to that because I had menstrual, you know, um, uh, cramping. The actual little tissue was connected to the gut, so it was you know, cramping out there and uh, double over and my, you know, the, my SI joint would hurt and oh my gosh. And I, and of course I love skating and of course I didn't skate very well. So at least one week out of the month I was out and I could not skate. It was so annoying. <laughs> and uh, oh. yeah, there's a lot of work that had to be done there. The patches certainly helped uh, plus the nutritional. And in my case, I had some very, very weird spiritual stuff going on, including a miscarriage of uh, uh, soul fragment 
that was attached to one of these little pieces. And when I released the soul fragment from the miscarriage from the little piece, um, I'm not going to say the diagnosis, guys, um, I had a huge relief of pain. So there was a spiritual component for me, but um, I tend to get the weird stuff, so I can explain it to others. <laughs> so that's wow. So Mitzi, you have multiple, uh, multiple options here. Yeah, and also there's another option I didn't mention that I often use, and I've used this for decades, with uh, uterine fibroids or stagnation in the uterus, and also um, blood clots in the, the menses. Uh, there, there's something you can use called um, qigong to smooth the qi in that area, and I've had clients years ago that actually found their fibroids uh, dissolving or disappearing even after one Qigong treatment. Yeah. And so uh, it's not just woo-woo magic stuff. The Yellow Empress Classic of Internal Medicine actually calls Qi uh, something mechanical and a substance. And you can actually access the bioelectricity in the Qi with your intention and um, you can use patches also to smooth the chi and the bioelectricity flow through the tissues. So you could use patches in your hands and do dredging to smooth the chi and get rid of that stagnation. Yeah, very, very cool. Okay, now Dwayne yeah. has a question. Uh, okay. Or Dwayne Susan has a question. Um, I have a question revolving around the LifeWave Connect call from last week regarding heart health. I'm wondering about using patches versus supplementation that David mentioned and also patch placement for heart health. So, yeah, um, I, I just want to comment uh, to, for uh, Dwayne Susan that um, David is definitely a fan of a combination of, you know, uh, um, excellent hydration, uh, good exercise, proper sleep, uh, supplementation for people that have specific, you know, issues, and he had suggested some on there. Although, like he said, he's not a medical doctor, so it's always good to talk to your practitioner about those things. And then, of course, patching. Now, my personal bias is I do a lot less supplementation nowadays uh, than I used to, um, and maybe it's just, I don't know, I'm just getting more and more ener- energetic versus, you know, uh, biological. Um so I think that it is really an individual choice and what resonates with you. Do you resonate with doing both? I definitely would use patches. Uh, so I wouldn't say, do you supplement instead of patches? Okay, I would definitely use patches. The question is, do you want to, do you want to try it without the supplements first and see how you do? And then add supplements if you want to. Um, most people are going to be like so used to popping pills. It's not that big a deal. They're going to add supplements. But I think that if you're recommending things to someone, I would say start with one thing first, like just patches. Do that for a good, you know, 30, 60, or 90 days. Then if you need to add the supplements. So that's my two cents related to that. Awesome. And and also as an aside to that, these supplements you were talking about for previous questions, in addition to taking them, you, like oils or homeopathic remedies, you can put a drop under the patch on the point. Because I often dip acupuncture needles in homeopathic remedies and put that through the acupuncture point. But in lieu of a metal needle, you could use a, uh, a homeopathic um, remedy under the patch, just drop of it, and the patch will carry the energy signature 
through the meridian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, of course, there is, at least in this country, um, somewhat of an attack on, some people would call it an attack on homeopathy, which has been around for a very, very long time. Uh, so now the FDA has changed it to being a new drug, <laughs> which means that they can take it off the market whenever they want to, unfortunately. Well, those, those they've tried that before, and uh, mm-hmm. homeopathy has been around so long, it's just viewed by people that know what they're talking about or doing as ignorance to, to do that. And it's um, a, a bias against one system of medicine by another system that's trying to make a profit off selling yeah. a product that doesn't work as well. Okay, so uh, we do have, uh, oh, goodness. Okay, my chat bar is not working very well. Oh, okay, I had this problem once before and haven't figured out how to fix it. Okay, so uh, Dr. Dennis, I just wanted to let the person know um, who asked, very interested in the quantum, where's the previous discussion. Uh, In the show notes, I will hyperlink it. Uh, to the uh, the beginning conversation that we talked about um, about the soul, etc. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, put that link in there. Uh, so you'll wow. look at the show notes. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, well, you actually fixed Dr. Dennis. We actually fixed the search button. Thank you very much, Taylor Price. Um, we did, she fixed the search button. So now it, it searches for more than just the title. Um, so I was like, oh, my gosh, we have so much material between, you know, all the shows we've done. Oh, good. Uh, this, yeah, this one's called um, Using Lifeways Patches to Enhance Spiritual Alchemy. And this was done in oh. August 6, 2018. And you talk about accessing zero point, alchemy, specific acupuncture points, uh, the double Merkaba. I mean, it's like really, really good stuff here. And I actually wrote notes. So, um I definitely want people to have that link, and so we will put that in the show notes. Yay! Wow, (laughs) that's awesome. And we've got like, what, more than six years of uh, recorded shows available that people can get in your archives. Right, right, exactly. And and, and there was a time where uh, beforehand, you know, we didn't do notes, and then later on, I was like, geez, I really want to remember what Dr. Dennis taught me. So, <laughs> so I started making notes, and I thought, well, I'll make notes for everyone. Uh, and even though it's a lot of work um, and it requires staff time, uh, this is great because now that we have a good search, that'll help. Okay, so let's get to Dwayne Susan's question um, about placements for heart health. What would you recommend, Dr. Dennis? Well, just using the energy enhancer patches on five element rotation would go a long way. Um, Energy enhancer patches are known to shift catabolism away from uh, burning carbs where you put out lactic acid to uh, burning more fat, using oxygen to burn fat and to more efficiently make energy for, for the body. And at the same time, it helps relax the heart muscle so you get a parasympathetic shift and what it what that does is increase the action potential threshold so the heart muscle is less irritable and less likely to suffer from a spontaneous depolarization 
So, um, energy hatches are probably the best, and use them with carnosine because carnosine will also help the heart muscle. So, um, if you uh, put the carnosine patch on the center of the chest, it will unblock the chest chi, which is zong chi, uh, placed on uh, CV17, which is at the fourth intercostal space on the midline on the sternum. So those are good approaches for what he's asking. Okay, and then uh, can you go over where the energy enhancer patches go again? Uh, on five element rotation, yin-yang pairs. And we've, we've got several shows where we talked in detail how to do that. Okay. Uh, and actually, I put, the, um, I put the points in the notes above, so that's good. Um, I was going to share what I have been recommending. Um, so uh, because somebody may have, you know, heart damage per se, then I like to use X39, X49 uh, for that. And uh, there's a couple okay. different ways of doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, I like to, well, we'll keep it simple at this point, uh, is that um, we can use X39 on the same point, which is conception vessel 17 um, on the center of the chest. Um, and then X39, if, uh, sorry, X49 rather on the back, uh, now, in the back, um, it can be kind of tricky to try to put that on yourself. You do the best you can. It's not that big a deal if you get the wrong point, but literally behind the heart, <laughs> okay, somewhere behind the heart, and uh, you can have to help, you know, uh, putting it there. So you're basically sandwiching the heart with an X39 in the front, X49 in the back, and then yeah, um, the you're, carnosine. Yeah, you're talking about the Shendow. The Shendow yeah, is the GD. Yeah, you can remember the name of it. <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the number of that point? Uh, GD11. Thank you. Yes. So X39 on conception vessel 17 and X49. The level of the level of T5. Yes, vessel. Throughout the vertebra five, right below that. At the level of T5. Okay, great. So you're sandwiching the heart, and then um, and then I would put the carnosine um, on the Moo point of the heart, which is uh, kind of like the xiphoid area. So just to yeah. have uh, yet another, um, a yet another thing, and then, um, and then if you really want to get fancy, uh, add um, like energy enhancers on um, on pericardium six, for example. Mm-hmm. Or or a heart point, uh, like heart. Yeah, the front knee point to the heart. Or... Is a, uh, yeah, okay, heart nine. Heart um, seven, the, heart um, nine, heart three. The front knee point for the heart is um, CV14. So, yeah, that's on the on the chest below where where you were, where we were talking about before, below 17. Go further down. Or you can stack it on top uh, of conception vessel 17. Yeah, right. Okay, and what's your so, preferred heart uh, point if somebody's not using pericardium 6 for energy enhancers in this more complex formula? Well, what I would do actually to use your approach with the X39 and X49 
is follow the um, the uh, vector of depolarization from the sinoatrial node to the apex of the heart. And so I would put the X49 on CV17 and the X39 on left spleen 21, which is uh, right over the apex of the heart. Over spleen 21 in the side rib area. And, and you know, uh, one of the things you can do is, is poke around in there, you know, where where the bottom of the heart is. So poke around on the side rib. Oh, my gosh, I blocked this yesterday, so now it's all sore. <laughs> uh, poke around about four finger widths down from your uh, armpit, you know, where it bends. Poke around and you'll find a sore spot. That's spleen 21. So you can put the X39 over that and then the X49 right on the heart. And that, when Dr. Dennis talks about depolarization, he's talking about where the heart goes from one side to the other of the heart. And in this case, goes from right to left. So you're going to put the yin patch on the left and the yang patch X49 more on the right side, which in this case is the center of the chest. Right, and now the heart doesn't just sit vertically, it's kind of rotated up and to the left. So the apex of the heart, which is where the uh, left ventricle is located, is pointing right at spleen 21. So it kind of points up and to the side, not straight down. Yep, perfect. All right. Excellent. Okay, so lots of options there. And, um, okay, I think, uh, let me just put the answer here. Excellent. All right. And, okay, I'm just going to put another note. No other comments below this. Okay, there we go. And let's get to our questions uh, there. Let me see if there's another mm -hmm. question in the chat. Gosh, I can only see one question here. Ah, oh, this thing gets in my way, and then I can't get rid of it. Um, okay, what happens if I click ignore? Oh, no, that didn't work. <laughs> okay, how about back? No, that didn't work either. Okay. Yeah, you I should figured out put why a patch the chat on button is not working. Yeah, I know, eh? Yeah, so sorry, guys, for the chat. I, I cannot see the chat because this pop-up is in the way, and I think it could be maybe it could be brave. Anyway, uh, let's unmute. Uh, area code 678. Hi, who's this? Hello, this is Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Um, Hi, I have a question regarding moxa and the acupuncture patches, and um, I was surprised. I went to an acupuncturist recently, and she said that I shouldn't be using any needles or any patches. Uh, I've never heard this before, but that it was draining my energy and to only use moxa uh, on the kidney point and the stomach 36. Um, to add energy in. So I'm wondering, should I add that in or just ignore what she said? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If she's for an expert, years and, is she an expert at phototherapy? For 10 years. Yeah. Is she an expert at phototherapy? Does she understand no, what she's do, what an acupuncturist. Do? She, okay, yeah. so, so she doesn't know. 
So she's right. assuming that your energy is getting drained by the patches, and that's probably not the case if you're using the patches right. Yeah, if you're putting well, a exactly. patch on everything, well, exactly, and it's point, just that's she problem. said older people sometimes, uh, you know, need to add energy in. So yeah, uh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, you need to add energy in, but you can do that with the patches. Those, all the well, positive electropositive you about. It seems like <laughs> all the electropositive yang patches will that that are um, dextrorotatory or rotate light to the right, uh, which, which means the torsion field turns clockwise. Will put energy into the body or into the acupuncture point. So, if if you're like this. Um, this distributor I had in Canada that started using the patches, uh, she she was used to using glutathione, which is just one patch. So uh, she wanted to try energy enhancer. She opens the package. She didn't see both sides, a white one and a tan one. She only saw the tan one. So she pulls the tan one out and wears that all day, and that's dragging her butt. So she's going around all day swearing at me for having her energy drain because she only put the tan patch on, which does the opposite of tonification. It sedates or pulls energy out of the body. So if you only use a negative patch, you're going to pull energy out. Or if you put the positive patch on the left side of the body instead of the right, you're also going to reverse the polarity and make yourself more fatigued and tired. Well, I don't do so, that. I use energy enhancer and and rotate the different points. So, um, good. And, and you use and then, both the white one. Yeah, I use the white yeah. on the right and the tan on the left, and I use different patches at different times as well. But, um, yeah, well, is there any benefit of adding moxa to? some areas like CB above the belly button or below or or just that's not necessary. Well, sure, moxa is helpful and good. And moxa actually is mugwort or the pinion name for it is IA. And what it does is enter all 12 meridians and helps the chi flow. And that's because what moxa does is enhance the integrity of the meridians. Because bacteria, when you have an infection, even a mild one, have this enzyme that breaks down the walls of the acupuncture meridians because they're made of a carbohydrate called um, hyaluronic acid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. So uh, the the moxa will inhibit um, the hyaluronidase that the bacteria or the infection will secrete to break down the acupuncture walls. If the acupuncture meridians are broken down, then the bioelectricity, just like a a wire that has lost its insulation, will not carry the signal as well. And so moxa will help enhance the signal, even for the phototherapy patches, which are carried... on the stomach, 36, or by the knee, or on the midline? Sure. Any suggestion for yeah. the moxa enhancement? You could moxa stomach 36, or 
You could even, um, I, I like when there's spiritual deficiency in people or they're really fatigued, put um, salt in the belly button with moxa on top of the salt, and the moxa there will help revive their energy. Okay. Any kind of salt, Celtic salt or Himalayan salt or just any kind of salt? Either one. Okay. And and the little moxa things I have are the little stick-on things. They're kind of small. Somewhere I read instructions you should do that three three or four times because they're so little. Is there a time that you should do that? I think the, the little ones only last three minutes or something like that. Um, if you get into the timing of it, there are acupuncture points you could use that are based on biorhythms, but that's going to take a lot of explaining and confusion on a lot of people listening's part. So I'm going to avoid saying stuff about that right now. Okay. And what do you think about those little moxa boxes that are kind of made out of metal, copper, or stainless so they're smokeless, and then they have a cover. You put them in a cover, so it's just the bottom of it, the moxas going on the bottom. That seemed easier than worrying about burning you, yourself or something. Yeah, those uh, are fine. And you definitely, if you're using moxa, you got to watch that you don't burn yourself. Right. So the little and boxes are... know that they're supposed to monitor patients that are being moxa. They can't leave them alone. <clears throat> okay. okay. Yeah, don't want to so fall asleep with that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's why I like these little boxes because it's contained in that. It could still get hot, but it's still it's not an active fire or anything. So I like the belly button idea because then you're watching it. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, and you well, could thanks also for answering that question. <laughs> Sure. You, instead of burning it, you can take a pinch of moxa and put it under the patch and drive the energy signature of that herb through the meridians also. Okay. So same thing, stomach 36 or CV10 or some kind of kidney one. Yeah. We well, can't leave moxa kidney. Well, I mean, sorry. Yes, you can moxa kidney one. Sorry, if you're flexible. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, moxa is really fun. It's stinky, and I don't have patience for it, which is why I never use it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, these little, you know, but that's good to know. You can put a little pinch underneath. Yeah. How about well, the I little have burnt, point? I have burnt myself uh, with those little little moxa sticker things too. So just be careful. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I bought these little boxes. I thought they would be safer. They're uh, safer, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the, the big thing is knowing that, yeah, she, your acupuncture is incorrect just because she doesn't, he or she doesn't know about the patches and how they work. So you're, unless you're using them incorrectly, which is just using the tan patches alone, uh, you can't drain the body's energy. So some people assume it's a, if it says energy enhancers, they think, oh, it's caffeine, it's stimulant. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, in right. some ways, much more forgiving than using acupuncture needles inappropriately, you know, or leaving acupuncture needles in for somebody too long. Yes, that can drain someone, right? 
So right. um, one has to be discerning, and it's much, much, much safer to use the phototherapy badges than to try to acupuncture yourself, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, say, saying that the patches drain your energy is like saying, well, acupuncture drains your energy too, but that's only if you use the needles in a way that drains your energy. You, the acupuncture can also give you more energy. And so do the patches, if you use them the right way. Yeah, it depends what school she's from or how she was taught, you know. I mean, if you're if you're acupuncturing someone and you're, you know, turning clockwise, you know, and stimulating, right, and, and you don't leave the needle in very long or at all, you shouldn't be draining energy. You put your finger right over it right after you take the needle out with the intention of keeping the energy in, and so it should not drain the person. Right. Okay, and the well, longer you leave the needle, then the more energy you get drained. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of right. I've been to maybe six or seven different kinds of acupuncturists over the years, some Chinese, some esoteric, some whatever, and they all do tend to leave the needles in over an hour. So oh, wow. That maybe wow. That's really long. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah that, Korean, high, Japanese. It's really high uh, energy and erotic and super stressed, that might have some merit, but usually not that long, 20 minutes max, usually. Yeah, that's a long time. I mean, well, I have very... done it, but not on purpose. <laughs> well, I'm, I was shocked. I was glad she said something because, like I said, I've been to all kinds, inclu- you know, I just won't get into the different kinds, and they all do a long time, so <laughs> maybe she was right, but... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she well, had a good point. Your expert opinion. <laughs> You're welcome, Ellen. Always great to have you I on feel the show. A lot now, oh, good, good. Okay, we need to move on to the last question here before I go because I have a, uh, something right at the top of the hour, um, Dr. Dennis. Uh, so, G. Tucker asks, okay. uh, do you have a protocol for balancing the hemispheres of the brain as well as for anxiety? Hmm. Well, your Eon brain protocol would be excellent for that. For the brain. And uh, then for the anxiety, uh, I like energy enhancer patches on pericardium 6. Yeah, I like that too. Pericardium 6. Mm. Of course, when I'm right, 10 on left, guys. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I do, um, for the anxious, nervous symptoms, what I have done in the past uh, is, uh, again, this is more advanced protocol, um, is I've used two Eon patches in desperate cases where one is not enough. So I will put one behind the right ear on the mastoid bone. So around triple burner 17 and a second Eon over the belly button covering the hole. And if someone is really, 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 really intensely, you know, nervous, um, I will even add a silent night on top of the one behind the ear. And that usually does it. So, Mm -hmm. okay. And then I'll just put that in the notes, um, advanced options. Okay. Uh, Or even a Nirvana. Nirvana would help too. Nirvana would help relax them too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the one behind the ear, can you talk about Anmian a little bit, Dr. Dennis? 
Okay, well, right directly behind the ear is Sanjal 17. That accesses a lot of endocrine points on the ear and also the <clears throat> water or hormone channel, which is Sanjal 17. <clears throat> but then if you go further back than that, you get this sleep-inducing point called Anmian. And that's that's halfway between Sanjiao 17 and gallbladder 20, which is um, on the base of the neck to the side um, on on the uh, trapezius muscle insertion there. So halfway between those two is on Mion. And on Mion is a special point that helps with sleep, helps feel you help you helps you feel tired helps you go to sleep and it's um got the same energy as shimion which is on the heel ah, okay. so you could uh you can use onmion and shimion at the same time if you want to enhance the effects of sleeping okay and and that's the thing is most people who are feeling anxious uh are it's the opposite right they're like buzzed the opposite of sleeping yeah. so we're using sleeping points during the day for those folks and i did have one guy uh you know um message me back uh, we did the double eon with the silent nights in this case and he said he'd been having terrible terrible anxiety symptoms for over 11 years and he said this was like a miracle he goes oh wow. my gosh where's this been all my life he says i'm never taking these off which was hilarious but that was really really great to hear it's, really, it's really like um this, this dog my sister used to have um, that on 4th of July got all nervous from the fireworks in L.A. So oh, we put a yeah, sleep patch yeah. on her yep. collar and it calmed down. Yep, that is awesome. <laughs> I wonder if that would work for my dog, Apache. I've never tried the silent nights in him. <sighs> Sometimes he used to get anxious yeah, and we tried hemp, hemp chews. Uh, didn't do anything. <laughs> Anything. Okay. Yeah, he's wow. he's not as hyper now. He 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 was having a ghost issue. <laughs> so right. He's he's fine now. Okay, Doctor Dennis, thank you so much for joining us this month. Uh, awesome session. Lots of notes, guys. Uh, I will uh, gussy up notes a little bit, and uh, Tasha, uh, my amazing chief integration officer, will then put it uh, on the PatchTrainingTeam.com blog post and um, we will highlight points and etc in there so you can search th for these things as well and uh, we'll talk to you next month dr dennis all right my pleasure uh, glad to be here with y'all and y'all have a good month all right thanks everyone bye lots of love